0: Welcome back to our show and uh, this is Hollywood girl Elizabeth Milan
1: and this is Wrath Mike McDaniels
0: yes and this is our Hollywood girl and Wrath uh, podcast and as we promised uh, we're gonna have our Halloween special tonight and uh, first we're gonna be talking about our favorite uh, horror movies because uh, what Mike and I have been doing uh, this month is we started our own um, horror movie marathons i think uh today's your 13th day you said
1: no it's my uh 23rd day
0: oh so you you started uh since uh the beginning of october yes oh awesome so what movies have you been watching
1: uh usually the classics but a few you know you know new ones here and there i started with the exorcist on october 1st of course nice yeah start with the scary stuff and then end on a lighter note
0: so the movies that you've been watching, uh, have you seen them before or have you been watching any new ones?
1: Uh, One of the new ones I just recently watched was um the 1950s version of uh Creature of the Black Lagoon.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, it's really good. It's like dark and different in a way. And, you know, I like dark horror movies.
0: Yeah, those classic horror movies are great. Yeah.
1: And then... Another one I watched, um, I I probably told you about the At Midnight, I'll Take Your Soul movie. Well, I watched the sequel, This Night, I'll Possess Your Corpse. Hmm. It's really good, but also sad at the end. Oh, really? Yeah, because, you know, the character Coffin Joe, as they call him, you know, he wants a son to carry on his evil bloodline. But the Hmm. woman he impregnated died at the end of the movie because she's trying to give birth. And I guess it was too much for her.
0: Yeah, so I guess she didn't hear of a C-section.
1: <laughs> well, this was back in the late 60s.
0: I guess it was taboo to have a C-section back then.
1: Yeah, and, and plus it's a Brazilian horror movie, so of course, you know.
0: Right, uh, all those elements. Yeah, perfect.
1: Yeah, especially you think he's dead at the end, but nah. Because there's more sequels out there, but like they say, just stick with the first two and you're perfect.
0: Yeah, because sometimes sequels don't do it. Uh, it, It's rare that a sequel will be better than the original. It's like very... You you don't see it much.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I've been watching nothing but horror movies this month. It's weird.
0: (laughs) Nice. Yeah, well, that's what Halloween is all about. You know, watching scary movies or doing research on scary stuff. Like, if you're really into crazy stuff then you're probably reading books about magic or or, you know for the people who are into that sort of thing yeah or even demonology because a lot of people who study to become exorcists they do that actually
1: yeah the exorcist movie is really good like i heard they made a couple sequels after and i think a remake but um the first one's always the best especially some scenes will shock you if you've never seen it
0: yeah, I I've seen parts of it. My my dad would see it and he wouldn't get freaked out or anything. He was just like, eh. but my mom is the type of person who would never watch movies like those.
1: Yeah, she she's playing it safe. That you know we all have to play it safe sometimes.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: At least I'm not showing her the uh paranormal activity movies.
0: Oh yeah, those can get pretty crazy. Yeah, I've seen them.
1: Yeah, I've seen all of them in theaters and I wasn't even scared.
0: Yeah, because it's not it's not found footage and like it's pretend. But uh, a lot of people learned that it wasn't really found footage. It's it's just a movie.
1: Yeah, you want to talk about found footage movies. There's one, uh, the Blair Witch Project. Y- you've probably heard of it.
0: Yeah, it's it's a classic now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've seen only half of it, but I haven't seen the rest. Because I'm I'm trying to look for like old school horror movies, but some of the '90s stuff I don't care for.
0: Yeah, it's not that good.
1: Yeah, like, the movie Scream, I don't care for it, because it's just making fun of the horror genre in general.
0: Yeah, it's actually, because uh, that, that guy with the costume, it, it's not even scary, it's like, it, it's just laughable, actually.
1: Yeah, that's why, if you've seen the first scary movie, um, you know, the parody series, they actually made fun of that character, where he's real dopey, and you know he gets hurt yeah
0: with that the one with that tongue sticking out yeah yeah i remember that one
1: (laughs) yeah i think they were they're doing the what's up thing nobody does those anymore that's like so 80s or Or
0: early 2000s
1: yeah it
0: was it was popularized because of the scary movies like it was like late 90s early 2000s that's when a lot of my uh when I was in school, yeah, I would see these kids doing it. I'm like, oh, I'll knock it off already. It's not funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's kind of like um, you told me in high school. You said a lot of like girls would say, uh, I know her huh? from uh George Lopez. Oh, yeah,
0: the cholas.
1: <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do it as a joke, but I don't overdo it.
0: Yeah, it's like, what, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> like when my friend tells me something, I go, i know and he he does the same thing as a joke (laughs) because uh we were watching george lopez special and it was funny as like funny would be yeah yeah but i'm I'm more of a horror guy like comedy is still funny but if you try to mix the two together it just comes out weird
0: yeah it kind of like what they did with the bride of chucky and Sea of chucky right
1: well, Brother Chucky was really good, though, but Cedar Chucky was shit.
0: <laughs> With that kid, uh, Glenn or Glenda, because yeah, I like, think they couldn't decide on the kid's gender. So,
1: Even though his his original name was Shitface.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <I, laughs> poor laugh. kid. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's
0: only a doll, but I'm like, yeah, poor yeah. kid.
1: <laughs> Especially if you remember in the beginning of the movie, Chucky rips on him hard, saying looks like he fell out of the ugly tree and hit every single branch on the way down. I'm like, wow, what a dick. That's your kid, and you're bashing on his looks. That, that's, <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. But I would say the sequel to that, uh, Chris and Chucky was really good. It was really dark and dismal. Like, no comedy was in there. Cult and Chucky was so-so. Yeah, it, it's what almost killed the franchise, as I said, but I don't know what to say. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I haven't been doing my uh, horror movie marathon as long as you have, so uh, t- tonight for me will be night six. It's just that uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, back in the day when we were kids, we used to have this uh, Fox Family Channel that later became ABC Family Channel, yeah. and they used to have these yearly marathon called the
1: Thirteen thir- Nights of Halloween.
0: Yeah, Thirteen Nights or, or yeah, Thirteen Nights of Halloween, and. They, had, they talked about uh, scary stuff. They even had horror documentaries because I would uh, watch these documentaries about witches and all that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm doing... Uh, that's the, that, that's how I name my movie Marathon, the uh, 13 Days of Halloween. So I'm watching all these scary movies. I started with a movie that is not so scary. It's uh, Halloween Town. Like you guys probably mm-hmm. remember it from the Disney Channel. But well, if you're a subscriber uh, from, uh, you know, With Disney Plus, you can watch those movies. So I watch, uh, I think I watched all the Halloween Town movies. on. um, When did I start? It was on Sunday. And then for day two, I watched all the Underworld movies. Mm -hmm. Do you remember those with uh, Kate Beckinsale?
1: I remember the first one a lot because, um, well, Spectrum Cable used to be called Time Warner. And they had like a marathon one day about them. And I would just watched the first one, and it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's all interesting with that feud between vampires and werewolves.
1: Yeah, not like that stupid Twilight crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, with with Underworld, it's more realistic. Yeah,
1: because vampires and werewolves don't fall in love; they kill.
0: They kill and eat their victims. Yeah, it's just that I believe the author of Twilight wanted to give it like a romantic spin or whatever.
1: Yeah, but it's not, you know, worth it.
0: Yeah, because it's not about romance; it's about violence, death, blood, all that. Well, yeah. survival. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, Wait. for me, I'm more of like the slasher, you know, gory stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about it. Like, <clears throat> I think one of these nights before, I watched the, you know, the original Halloween from 1978 on. You know, next Saturday. I was thinking about it watching one of the Saw movies. Oh. Yeah, my mom loves the Saw movies. And the first two are good. The rest are just gory as hell.
0: Does she like all of them?
1: She likes the first one a lot because um, uh, Denny Glover's in it.
0: Oh, yeah. I, but unfortunately, he dies because he get his... Uh, or actually, he survives the, the throat. Throat Slash? Yeah. But
1: actually, a Bullet to the Chest took his character out
0: oh yeah that that's what did it yeah because uh, he had uh, his partner i forgot the name of the actor you know that asian gentleman who yeah. is his uh partner with the police force and yeah. he gets killed because he gets uh
1: there was like a booby trap where his shotgun's pointing down and yeah. as soon as he tripped the wire I'm it like, blew oh, his head off
0: yeah and and then the Danny glover character became obsessed with avenging his partner's death
1: yeah but too late yeah i i
0: yeah it's a a great movie though i liked the first one and i think up to the third one but after that then
1: it just got too graphic yeah
0: it's just and i heard that they had to tone it down because it got to the point in which it was no longer rated r it was nc 17 yeah and you only see those ratings in like uh porn movies so it was like horror porn
1: well uh (laughs) we, we call it torture porn
0: yeah right
1: but I did laugh at one of them. I think it was one of the recent ones. There's this one girl who's tearing two brothers apart you know, by making them steal and lie and all that stuff. And they just got so fed up with her because she would vote for the guy who's winning and they had to push the saw blade away from each other. But if they keep it in the middle, they'll they'll kill her. And they got so fed up with her. They're like, I guess we're breaking up with you, Dina. And they're holding the blade up to her and then that's it. (laughs) Because she was... How do you say like one of those material girls Mm -hmm. makes them, you know, do things for her, and she was just evil, right? Yeah, so so it's
0: like screw her character; she deserved it.
1: (laughs) Well, the actors who played her played it really well. Yeah, I'd say a lot of the actors in the Saw movies are really, you know, they fit their characters perfect.
0: Because a lot of people complain about horror movies, but it actually requires a lot of talent for. A- Actress to be in a horror yeah. movie yeah
1: yeah like um the character Coffin joe from the you know the Coffin joe series his name is jose mojica marins and i recently looked him up on you know google and i found out this year he actually passed away
0: yeah you you, you mentioned that yeah, yeah but it, it's did, sad. did he do any other genres besides horror
1: No, he stuck with horror because I guess he was fascinated with the, you know, old school, like, black and white um, silent, you know, films. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's sad, really, but, you know, he left a legacy behind that nobody can touch. Right. Like, I think people call him, like, the Brazilian John Waters because he's legendary. Yeah, but if you have someone who's religious in your family, don't show them at midnight. I'll take your soul because...
0: Yeah, it it can cause controversy <coughs> among the religious people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because there was a scene in the movie where he's calling out religion in a way or calling out God. Because someone said, oh, God's going to strike you down. He's like, oh, come and get me. Come and get me. And I'm like, wow, like what a dick. Like he's he's taunting the dead. He even goes into a cemetery to taunt the dead even more until he sees like some spirit come after him (laughs) and he flips out. Oh gosh. Especially, um, one scene that made me laugh in the movie, his wife tells him, Hey, we can't cook meat today. It's a holy day. And he says, Oh, I'll, I'll have meat even if it's human flesh. And the his wife tells him, Oh, that's the devil tempting you. And this is what he says to his wife. If I bump into him, I'll invite him over for dinner. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I laughed so hard. I'm like, wow, what a dick. You know,
0: that <laughs> reminds me of this scary story because uh, later on, I'm going to be narrating a story that I, I heard on uh, YouTube from an old radio show that it's now uh, canceled, unfortunately. <coughs> but uh, there was uh, th- this show was based on a classic show that now came back. Mm-hmm. It's a Mexican show called uh, La Mano Pachona or also, you know, the furry hand. That's what it's called. And. This guy narrated how I I think this happened to his father in law Mm. that uh, basically his in-laws had to uh, go through a cemetery to get back and forth, you know, between home and whatever place they wanted to go. Yeah. So I think uh, he stepped on a bone and he was like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, uh, I'll invite you for dinner. And then they just went home. And Mm -hmm. that night, someone knocked on his door. It was (coughs) this gentleman. He's like, oh, hi. And and then they were, like, surprised. Uh, But this gentleman, um, this is, like, the 2005, 2010 or so. Yeah. But this guy was wearing, like, old clothes. Like, if he was, like, from the 30s or the 40s. Like, oh, I'm here because you invited me for dinner. I'm like, we don't know you. I'm like, yeah, remember uh, back there, you know, when you were about to get home? You said hey that you were inviting me for dinner and I'm here, so what's for dinner?
1: <laughs> wow.
0: And I'm like, wow, I would have shit myself if that would have happened to me.
1: <clears throat> yeah. In fact I've actually found out this um little fact. Like a lot of the slasher villains and horror movies are based on real life, you know, killers.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Like um Um Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, uh Leatherface, Norman Bates from Psycho, and uh, Buffalo Bob or is it Buffalo Bill or whatever from Science of the Lamb was actually based on uh, Ed Gain. Wow. You, you probably heard of Ed Gain, right?
0: Yeah. Serial killer.
1: The butcher of Plainsfield, they call him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like even though he wasn't a serial killer, he only killed two people. But how he got the bodies, he just went to a cemetery and just dug it up.
0: Yeah, it's just that some killers become notorious not not as much because of the people he, they killed, but because of how they did it, right?
1: Yeah, like, he, the reason he did it, and I watched a documentary about it, is, you know, he went through so much family problems. Like, he first lost his father, then he lost his brother, and then after losing his mother, it just sent him over the edge. Because his mom really, you know really got to him because she was a very religious person and she would just use the bible to like do everything but she overdid it and it was called overbearing but yeah you know everyone goes through that but the way he went through it it was sad
0: yeah that's why it's important for you like whenever tra- tragedy strikes then uh you better find a good way to you know to go around it right like maybe yeah. uh like, if you lose a loved one because of a disease, then maybe you should become, like, a, get involved in the research for a cure. You know, just just yeah. do something positive about you know.
1: Well, mm-hmm. when he did it, it was in the 50s. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of things were different because he was in uh, Wisconsin. And, you know, it was like a small town and didn't have much over there. But
0: Yeah, but sometimes you got to do, what, especially because yeah. he had a religious mother. It's kind of well over
1: over religious that means like she would say all these things that said it in the bible
0: cuz you know Alistair Crowley also had a religious mother and look at how he turned out he became known as the beast you know the most wicked man in the world yeah, yeah
1: cuz i think he went against the um, what do you call it the way his mom had religion and he you know wanted to take a darker side and, you know, I, I've heard some people do that. I never did it.
0: Yeah, one of his um, most uh, famous quotes is, I just went on to Satan's side, and up until this day, I do not know why. So, yeah. He probably just did it to anger, because he said he had a really good relationship with his mother. I mean, with his father. But after that, he was just with his mother, and he didn't get along as much with her. So Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, my mom, she likes horror movies, and she'll even... Watch documentaries about serial killers and stuff. In fact, she used to have a book. It was like the top notorious serial killers in the world.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: like from all over the world.
0: That sounds like an interesting read.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would read through it. You know, look for Ed Gain and John Wayne Gacy and uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. And even. uh, What's this guy's name? Uh, Albert Fish. Mm -hmm. He's a cannibal wow yeah he would just eat his victims and then there's one guy um i forgot his i forgot his real name but they give him the moniker dr satan wow yeah where he would commit evil experiments on people like unnecessary surgeries mm. Hmm. and after they found out they just hung him but we don't know what happened right yeah, and I think they mentioned him on uh, House of a Thousand Corpses.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah, I remember that the, the gentleman who plays Dwight in The Office came out, and, and he was interested in that Dr. Fish character.
1: No, the uh, Dr. Satan character.
0: Or Satan, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and in the movie, he gets killed, and he gets turned into this character called Fish Boy.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember.
1: Yeah, the movie's not too graphic, but it's really good. And funny thing sherry moon a uh, zombie was in it but she wasn't married to rob zombie until after the movie came out mm. yeah
0: interesting
1: yeah and i found out rob zombie he's a horror fan as well
0: oh yeah definitely
1: <laughs> <clears throat> like if you ever seen uh the music video for living dead girl yeah it's doing a reference to this old movie that came out a hundred years ago wow yeah a movie called the cabinet of dr caligari
0: talk about classic yeah
1: yeah, and he even met Jose Mujica Marins in the '90s, and I'm like, oh, lucky.
0: Yeah, that sounds lucky.
1: I know. If I ever like, if I had a chance to meet him, I'm like, you know, I love the movie. It was so awesome. I I had to keep rewatching it because it's so good.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, speaking about movies, uh, going back to my movie marathon for day three, which was on Tuesday, mm-hmm. I watched Insidious, which is a really good movie. You know, it's about this boy who is. Uh, I guess it's kind of like a movie about possession, but it's like a sleep paralysis because the boy was, I guess he was like a spiritual traveler. So he just went far, you know, and he got trapped with this demon. So his father uh, had to rescue him because it turned out that he was also a spiritual traveler. Yeah. So that's how he got rescued. But then things went to shit because he ended up killing that lady who helped him. So. Because I guess he was possessed by that spirit of the old woman who always haunted him as a boy.
1: Oh yeah. So
0: and then for day uh, four, which was Wednesday, I saw uh, Ringo. You know, which is the a J horror film. You know, from Japan that inspired the uh, the Ring, which is really good. I prefer Ringo over the the, the American, American version. Yeah, because it's very interesting. You know, it's based on this cursed videotape that when you watch it you're gonna die in seven days Mm -hmm. and i guess um the key to not dying is if you show the tape to someone else so
1: or um if you try to destroy the tape
0: yeah like 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 the investigator uh this lady um reiko asakawa she i think that's the thing that saved her from dying because she she showed the tape to um other people yeah, to uh, Reiji, I think that was the name of uh, her ex husband. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then she got really freaked out because her son, uh, Yoichi, saw the tape too.
1: Yeah, the, the American version, I remember watching it in theaters and it was trippy. But I prefer, you know, the original version. It's way better because the American version, they always do something weird. My that... sister
0: was so freaked out because of the American version that. Uh, She said, you know what, let's get the hell out of here. I'm like, seriously, you're not going to sit through and see what happens? She refused. She's just like, and I told her, you know what, I'm so glad I didn't bring you to see fear.com because it would have freaked you out Oh yeah,
1: (laughs) My mom showed me that movie years ago. It was okay, but the thing about it, it just had some weird moments I didn't care for.
0: Yeah, I guess it became controversial because it's about a girl who is uh, sick with uh, hemophilia, which is a really i'm not sure how rare this disease is but for the people who have it is even if you get a minor cut you would bleed like a lot so that's that's the thing about hemophilia so i guess it became controversial because it offended a lot of people who have the disease and also the loved ones so yeah
1: Mm -hmm. that's why you don't see sequels you don't see people talk about it anymore
0: but it's a good movie yeah i I liked it. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> there were jump scares throughout. Like, I remember I saw it with my high school friends in theaters, and it was bomb. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I've i been watching a lot of horror movies since I was, like, two years old. That's how weird my family
0: is. <laughs> yeah, talk about weird. And then uh, for Day 5, which was yesterday, I saw The Vatican Tapes, which is also a, an interesting oh. film. because. You know, I like to be surprised, you know, especially with scary movies. So, uh, big spoiler, you know, if you haven't seen it, (laughs) you may want to skip through, uh, in the Vatican tapes, you first assume that this is a movie about an exorcism, you know, like the exorcist, Emily Rose and all that. But then it turns out that the girl is not actually demon possessed. It turns out that she actually is the Antichrist because it is discovered that she has a very dark origin, Mm. um, it''s, it's uh, her origin is actually the opposite of uh, the origin of Jesus Christ because you know Christ was born of a virgin, He was accompanied by a dove, which is the Holy Spirit. but in the case of this girl, um, her name's Angela in the movie. Uh, she's always accompanied by a crow, which is a you know, a blasphemy of the Holy Spirit and uh, she was in the hospital for 40 days, which is kind of like, why Jesus went through in the desert, 40 yeah. days and 40 nights. And, um, you know, inst- instead of her bringing harmony like Jesus did among the people, when she was in that um, mental asylum, she caused all these people to fight. And,
1: yeah. you know, it, it
0: gets really crazy, but it, it's a good movie. So uh, Michael Pena is in it. So if you're, um, you may be familiar with him. He came out in the remake of Chips and mm. also uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, he is uh he's of Mexican descent.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember him. Um, but now nah, my horror movies are different. Like last night I watched the original uh Evil Dead movie. Great nice. movie. <laughs> even though it has some controversy behind it. in fact, I found out the guy who directed it also directed the Spider-Man movies, you know, the Tobey Maguire ones
0: wow what a switch <laughs>
1: yeah and then you know i watched a very gory horror movie called uh what was it um dead alive yeah like it, all over the world it's called dead alive except in new zealand They i think they called it uh brain dead
0: wow
1: yeah it's gory it's like 80 gallons of blood you know gory as yeah. hell but a great movie
0: well, that um that director was determined to make the glorious most disgusting film out there. <laughs> well,
1: the director was uh, Peter Jackson.
0: Oh, the director of uh Lord of the Rings
1: <laughs> and also the 2005 King Kong movie. <laughs> which was like 3 hours long.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, the King Kong movie. Uh, yeah, it was great with with uh, Jack Black, right?
1: Yeah, Jack Black and
0: Andy yeah. Serkis.
1: Yeah, I remember yeah
0: andy circus is the guy who played that uh mm, chimpanzee in uh what was that called uh planet of the apes yeah there you go
1: well i like the original planet of the apes because it's really great but i haven't seen it in so many years though because my grandfather he had all these like old school movies on vhs and we would just watch them all day
0: yeah so tonight for me it's gonna be 9-6 and uh, Mike and I decided to watch The Omen you know the original the 1976 version.
1: Yeah I've seen some scenes in it like um, that one lady you know hanging herself at the birthday party when yeah. they're all on the rides and everything and she's like stepping out on the this top of the building and she's like it's all for you and she just jumps and just hangs herself she goes through the window. Mm-hmm. I actually laugh at that scene so much at I had to rewatch it on YouTube like over and over again, because <laughs> the way she just lands through the window and scares, I guess, a nun or like some other lady.
0: Yeah, that's pretty crazy.
1: It's because um, the kid, you know, he's considered the Antichrist. Right. So that's why like, animals are afraid of him. People somehow are fearing him because all these deaths are happening.
0: But yeah, I mean, look at the differences when you you have a you usually have a male figure as the Antichrist. Yeah. And, you know, like it happened in The Devil's Advocate or The Omen or any other show or series where they show the Antichrist. But with uh, the Vatican tapes, it was different because you had a female Antichrist. And instead of her starting as a leader and being charismatic and everything, she started as a healer. Right. Because when you see towards the end of the movie, she starts healing people and everybody starts Worshipping her and everything,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm
0: like, wow, this this lady really is conning people, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it says like the antichrist. We don't know if it's male or female. We don't know.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll probably be a male because you know what we see in the Bible. It says Revelation. It says, uh, six sixes six is the number of a man. So that makes us believe that this false Christ will definitely be a man.
1: Yeah. Even though there's a lot of bands that I listen to that use that number. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's a band called Hell. They're, I don't know what kind of metal they are, but one of their albums, I really like it. But one of their album covers, they have the 666, you know, the way it's supposed to be depicted. Right. I think I have it on my phone. I got to look up the album because I have have all kinds of music of all these bands. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, even um, Iron Maiden did the Number of the Beast album, and actually there was a funny factoid about it. The guy who was helping them with the album, he had a car accident, and his bill came up to that number. But he said, "Hey, round it off one more dollar, so he'll pay six six seven instead."
0: <laughs> yeah, because wow, how superstitious! Yeah,
1: because then he'll be like, "Oh, great, people are gonna."
0: Because one time, Notice. I think I did have to pay something at that, you know, $6.66. But I wasn't that... Superstitious. So, yeah, it's like it's like whatever, you know. That
1: happened to me at McDonald's one time. I think one of my orders came out to 666. Hmm. And I started laughing about it. And I'm like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> I think that happened to us recently, right? When we went to Carl's Jr.
1: Oh, yeah, that did happen.
0: <laughs> I was tripping out about it. I was like, oh, whatever, you know.
1: One time, my friend... um. When they call out people's orders, his number was four twenty. Oh, <laughs> and he's a stoner, so of course we laughed about it.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, this is the album, the Human Remains album.
0: Oh yeah, I do see the six six six. The it's the band is called Hell, and the album is Human Remains. Yeah. It's a
1: great album. Like it talks about like the plague, you know, like the bubonic plague, or as people call it, the Black Death yeah yeah there's a few songs that talk about it like it even talks about um when london burned in the year 1666 mm. yeah one of the songs talked about it wow yeah and the way the singer sings it it was like so perfect he's like at 1665 it turns into 666 the way he says it i'm like wow that, that's just eerie how he said it
0: yeah it's like
1: i it don't ha- ha- i don't know how he d- he does that perfect voice for it but i need to learn it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so as i was saying earlier i'm gonna be talking you know i'm gonna be narrating a story it's a scary story but you know a lot of scary stories are based on fake stuff or legends but yeah in this case uh this uh, this is actually based on a true story because the the guy who was the protagonist you know he's the one who narrated this yeah like i was saying earlier uh there was a show called uh well, La Mano Pachona made a big comeback, but it inspired another uh, radio show. That was La, La Mano Peluda. Uh, and like I said, unfortunately, this uh, show got canceled. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, it was the most popular um, radio show um, in Mexico. I think it was done every Tuesday night. Yeah. And people would just call in and, and tell their scary stories. But there was one in particular because even the listeners became... Uh, they became part of the story too because yeah. it was so scary that strange things started happening in their houses, like uh you could feel like this dark energy because of the nature of the story, you know?
1: Yeah. A lot of
0: stories are like
1: that actually. You know, you get that eerie feeling.
0: Yeah. But see this is what happened. One night, uh this man called in, he said that uh, and this is this is true. You can look it up, especially if you speak Spanish. You just look up La Mano Peluda and enter uh, Caso Josue or the case about Josue, because that's the name of, of the guy who called. Mm-hmm. His full name is Josue Velasquez. And he said that, uh, you know, he he was nice. He he spoke to the the host of the show, who at that time was. Um, uh juan ramon science but you know unfortunately he died in 2011 uh wait 2011 2014 yeah it was actually yeah 2011 because it was uh nine years after the guy called so he called in the early 2000s he was 20 at, at the time and he said that he was living living in el monte california and he's like yeah this is my story he's like um When I was 14, my family and I had this big uh, money problems, you know. Yeah. Uh, Their economy, um, it it went to hell, you know. They lost whatever they had. So, he was very young, you know, 14. So, he wanted to contribute to um, the economy of their family. And I think that the father abandoned them.
1: Oh, that's messed up.
0: Yeah. So, it was just him, his little siblings, and his mom. Mm Mm-hmm and i think they also had the grandma but she was living at another house and he said that he wanted to find a way of helping their family but i mean i don't know why he didn't think about working but yeah what what he said is like um he wanted to do everything you know to get out of that bad economic situation so what he said that happened is that he found a book of witchcraft that told him how to make a pack with a demon Mm-hmm. Uh, this demon has a. Uh, some people say it's fake.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: it's called uh, Lucy Fagio Rufocal. You know, it's it's a Latin name, so it's 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 a little uh, hard to pronounce. So
1: it is hard to pronounce.
0: Yeah. So they said that if he made a pact with this demon, he would be able to have riches. You know, whatever he wanted, because this is one of the uh, top notch demons that are under the direct uh, control of, of Satan. You know. Yeah. So he he started looking for ways about communicating with this enemy entity. So what he did is he started learning all these prayers, chants, you know, whatever he had to do to summon this demon. Yeah. And I think after five months or so, he, that's when he got his first results.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then um, when, he, when the de- demon appeared, he expected to, see, you know, this is how he narrates it. He said that he expected him Ex- expected him to see him with horns a tail you know pitch re- you know the yeah. way you usually expect a demon to look like but instead he saw a tall thin uh black gentleman mm-hmm. and he and he goes like who are you and then this guy goes like didn't you want to see me but in like a very you know like uh whatever way. way yeah and he's like but he wouldn't speak to him like Uh, telepathically it was actually uh the way you and i speak you know like if you were speaking to another person that's how scary it was and he had a list of things that he wanted he's like oh i want this and that because he said that he was very ambitious you know he wanted to go out and and party have money meet women you know the 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 things that young uh single men want to do but he said like, oh, no, don't the, the, the devil told him, oh, don't worry. You know, just uh, do what I'm going to tell you. And uh, if you follow the steps, you, you learn everything that I'm going to teach you. You'll be able to get those things from people. Yeah, uh, That's what the devil told him. <clears throat> and so what he started doing is um, he started doing the ceremonies. Like um, he said that the rituals became more and more obscure as he progressed Mm-hmm. And then one time he had to do a ritual with a uh, other uh, young man that he met at the school. So, um, and but that ritual involved them getting a goat so that they can sacrifice it.
1: Yeah. And I
0: think they did. He didn't uh, elaborate much on that. But uh, at the end, he told them that uh, not not part of the same ritual. This was later on. They told him that he had to get a baby. Hmm. And that he had to uh, steal this baby from this poor lady that had given birth to it, because it is said that uh, that you know Satanists can do rituals with babies, or you know,
1: which is messed up.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. He said that he was about to do it, but he didn't do it. I don't know how he managed to skip doing that, but he said he um, started looking for other books. And uh, I don't know how he did it, but he said he learned uh, three uh, languages because mm. he speaks English and Spanish, you know, because he lived here in California. Yeah. And he said he also learned ancient Hebrew, Greek and Latin because he wanted to read this special books that you can only find in those languages that contain recipes, chants, you know, rituals, yeah. because he wanted to um, <coughs> get access to real satanic ceremonies because to him, um, uh, progressing in this would be like um you know just get doing whatever he had to do to
1: yeah. you know to
0: to have money because that was his ultimate goal to to be rich he doesn't he didn't want to be poor anymore so yeah.
1: yeah but you shouldn't like turn to the dark forces for that you know if you're going through a hard times, just have someone who inspires you to like get back from that
0: yeah but he was he was so stupid that he said that uh, he he said, "Oh, if God doesn't want to give me what I want, then I'm gonna request it from the devil." He he said that. That that was his mentality at fourteen.
1: Well, for me, if I don't get what I want, I just don't care. You know, I'll just keep working hard to yeah, earn because it. because
0: God is gonna give. it's not gonna give you what you want, but He's gonna give you what you need.
1: Like um, you know, for a long time, this one guitar I've always wanted. I wanted it since I was thirteen but i knew the price was too much and i said one day i could be able to afford it but right now it's impossible
0: (laughs) so yeah uh this guy keeps narrating the story like he said uh so i started doing this other things reading other books and everything and i first started doing the rituals at my house but then i had to do it i'm at a hill because he said there was a hill nearby or Mm -hmm. Uh, he even mentions it. I forgot the name, but he said that one time he stood up so late that I think it was already like four or six in the morning.
1: Wow. And then
0: he was super tired after that, so he just wanted to go to bed. But before that, he heard some noise. Mm-hmm. And he noticed like there was this anthropomorphic uh, pig, like yeah. but he was walking in two legs. It was like a pig walking in two legs. Mm-hmm. And he thought that it was attacking his mom. That's
1: messed And up. he was
0: making noises, but he said those were not pig noises like he was like wailing you know like eh, you know like mm-hmm. you can imagine how scary that is yeah. but he was trying to attack his mom like in a way but then he saw him but he wasn't that scared like oh he th- the only thing that he told him was like oh so now you're here then yeah come here I- i'm right here you know like so that he could get away from his mom yeah and so he he says that this pig demon took him out of the house and then Uh, he was gonna take him somewhere and that he felt like he flew yeah i I don't know how that happened but then they got to a a hill but this pig would shape shift like sometimes he would look like a woman Mm -hmm. or sometimes he would look like a person so he got really interested after seeing that he's like oh this this guy's powerful right i'm gonna ask 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 him to give me what i want he's like well i wanted to talk to you like he said that In a way, he was a little scared, but he also had the guts to do it because, you know, he really wanted the money and all that. But he said they kept him at that cave for, like, days. Yeah. And, like, he couldn't... He said that there were people there, but sometimes they would just touch him in the forehead and he would just go to sleep. Like, they made him faint and pass out and all that.
1: That's weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, imagine all those high... um high-ranking demons you know but except you don't see them in hell you see them on earth yeah it's a pretty scary situation and then uh so yeah what happened was that they told him that they were gonna give him a ring of power you know this kind of sounds like a movie but he said this actually happened for real and they told him that they were gonna give him a ring called the ring of solomon Mm -hmm. and that It was like a ring of power that he would be able to control demons with that ring.
1: Yeah.
0: But there was a catch to receiving that, you know, because with with the devil, demons and all that, there's always a catch to everything. Yeah. So what he had to do is he had to sacrifice a member of his family. So he's uh, so they told him that if if he didn't do it, they were going to come after him, that he was going to be the one getting killed. So he, he was thinking and he was like, uh i'm not i can't kill my mom because i love her too much and i'm not gonna kill any of my siblings because i'm doing this for them
1: mm-hmm. so
0: he thought about his grandma you know because after all she was old she lived her life and you know yeah and yeah he went ahead and did it he, he killed his grandmother himself
1: uh, wow. he stabbed
0: her like he did a he said that he did a bunch of things to her mm-hmm. and when she was dead what um i think the ring was already given to him so he placed it in the middle finger on the side of her heart yeah and um when the when the police found her dead Mm -hmm. she said like it it looked like there was nothing wrong with her she was it looked as if she just had died because of a heart attack like she didn't have any cuts nothing she she was clean you know so there was no way that he was going to get implicated in a murder because it didn't look like a murder. It's it just like, you yeah. know, she was an old person. She died of natural causes, case closed, you know? Yeah. That's what it looked like. So after that, he was able to go to school. You know, he was, he became really smart and everything. And um, he he wanted to become like a, it's kind of like a bioengineer, but like an expert in uh uh bacteria like a viral bacteria and all that stuff Mm -hmm. uh i i I think that's what fauci is an expert on um but he said that this career would typically take eight years to complete but he was able to complete it in six months and he's not only attributing this to how smart he was he said that he actually casted a spell on someone so that he could complete it uh, fast, you know. Like he even mentioned the name of the person he had to cast a spell on. Yeah. So he he was able to cast uh, spells on people, but he said that this um this tall uh, black de- uh, demon that he saw first. Yeah. He said that he taught him how to cast a spell on a dog too. Like so that dog could do could be his pet, you know. Like he could do whatever he wanted. So.
1: Yeah, a lot of people they'll do anything you know that's dark
0: yeah and um so after this the he he started living here he had a yeah uh because of you know what he studied what he went to school for he he actually became the owner of his own company at the age of 20 yeah so he was able to accomplish a lot because of his pact with the devil Mm -hmm. but you know it's like the bible says what um What's the benefit if you gain the whole world and lose your soul right? so this is what happened to this guy, yeah. so he had all this money, but he he wasn't able to enjoy it. you know he had to get up every day at four a m because he had to attend these meetings and uh you know he was rich, he had a nice house, and he lived alone uh because he wasn't with his family anymore, so that's what the devils did. they separated him from his family. And uh, another thing is that, <clears throat> oh, yeah, the the guy, uh, Juan Ramon, when he asked him, uh, are you rich? You know, do you have a lot of money? He said, no, I'm not able to have as much money because see what happens is if I made uh, $15,000, for example, in one day, then I have to spend all that money in that in that same day, because by the next day, I'm not going to have anything.
1: Yeah. I'm going to be
0: penniless. So he's like and i can't throw it away i can't burn it nothing i have to spend it and he's like and you know what if i see a poor person i can give them the money but if i do it then uh the the devils will come after me you know because that's what happened uh he was um i think he was in the process of purchasing some land you know for his business and everything yeah and he heard that one of his workers was really struggling because he needed money and he said oh you know what here have some money and so when he got home that same day Mm -hmm. he was attacked by a female demon but she was very scary she said she had long hair Mm -hmm. like a really big mouth like long tongue and like she was floating well he said he wasn't sure if she was floating but she doesn't she didn't have any feet so she was like a very scary demon lady and i think she forced them to have sex with her because i know because he said you know she told him you know what you've been doing all this shit all this time and you always want to repay it but we're not gonna let you do that anymore so today you're gonna do this and that with me so that's how scary it got and he's like, I hadn't seen that woman in a while, but now she's, she's here with me again. So, and, and that demon was tormenting him because, um, uh, she, uh, he says he got there and there's a time, you know, in the recording, it, it gets really scary. He's like, you know, I've seen a lot of things he said, so I'm not scared, but I am scared by the things she's holding in her hat and he got really freaked out. So they asked him, what is she holding? He's like, on one hand, she's holding like an upside down cross hmm like it looks like a the like an arrow pointing downwards and on the other hand she has an eye so like and i'm really scared because they told me that once i saw that i was gonna die so
1: that's weird
0: so he said that because of all these things that happened that he he actually wanted out he didn't want to be part of this anymore so they said mm-hmm. okay let me try and call this uh pastor you know so they were calling a pastor uh, his name is uh, Roberto Guaso because you know surprise surprise uh, he also died
1: yeah
0: so um yeah you know they try to help him uh he even try to do like an exorcism well he said he never had been possessed which is weird but yeah. when he started doing the prayers and all that he started throwing up you know so that that's a sign of a uh, demon position right yeah. throwing up
1: well if their head spins like 360 degrees then throwing up then yeah that's sign of possession
0: yeah and they said but he was he was very sad he's like you know because of all the things that i've done i'm like what's the use of living like this why don't i just commit suicide and then the pastor goes like wait you can't do it because you know that's that's what the demons are telling you and and uh you you shouldn't do what they tell you and then the the host of the show, he goes like, "And you really think you're gonna solve the problem by killing yourself? You know, this is this is still gonna haunt you after you die."
1: Yeah, like it's kind of like, you know, I I told you the story, like how I lost my faith in religion years ago because of what my my ex stepfather did. Mm-hmm. You know, for months, I would just like not talk to anybody about you know faith or anything mm mm-hmm. but then i you know i met some people in the church just out of nowhere you know on halloween day and you know their words kind of helped me out
0: yeah because when you need something it's better to approach god don't go for the dark forces because they're only gonna con you and you're not gonna get anything because you know it's the like they always say satan is the father of lies and
1: yeah yeah well the reason i kind of lost my faith at one point My ex stepfather would use religion, you know, like, he'll Bible, you know, thump at everybody. And, you know, he was the ultimate hypocrite. Like, he would preach the word, but then he'd commit sin.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like what priests like to do, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why, you know, I I just looked at him like, really? Is this guy trying to preach to me?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's ridiculous when you get people preaching at you.
1: Like... Because, you know, the music I listen to, you thought I was a Satanist. I'm not. You know, I'm a Christian, by I like heavy music and dark stuff because it's kind of like, you know, showing a, that, hey, I'm not afraid of this. I don't fear it at all.
0: Yeah, it's like, like me. I mean, I also like um, dark stuff, but I'm also a Christian.
1: Yeah, like, in fact, all the movies I watch, I'm so desensitized, nothing creeps me out anymore.
0: Yeah. So so this guy, uh, what happened is like uh, they they uh, you know the pastor was really nice because he said, oh you know you should go for help. Unfortunately, um, because you know those people from the radio station they were in Mexico and uh, Josué was here in California, so it's yeah. it's a, it's far you know, so they couldn't go just go there and to help them. And he said, uh, yeah you know just need help, and it's really weird because in the in the recording, you can actually hear demons talking and laughing. And, and, you know, the very first time I heard this, it was it was strange, you know, like, yeah, uh, because uh, they were mocking him, especially when they try to pray. He's like, I, I don't know why God doesn't listen to me, because whenever I utter the name of a demon, they just come uh, to me like this, you know. But yeah, uh, if I ask for God's help, like it, it just doesn't happen, you know, like he doesn't come and. And, um, yeah, it got, it got really scary. He threw, he, he threw up and everything. And then when he hung up, cause I think they have to extend the case for a couple of days mm-hmm. because it, it got really interesting. I mean, I, I don't know if the people who listened to the original, uh, you know, the original episode when he first started talking about this, I don't know if they were able to stay tuned because... A lot of people reported that strange things were happening in their houses too. Yeah, like uh, you know, things would uh, tumble down and stuff like that. So,
1: like things falling off shelves. I mean,
0: yeah. If if you uh, if you were listening to that show, you think you would have been able to. Uh, to hear it all the way through or you think you would have changed the station or, or turn off the radio what would you well, have done
1: <laughs> i would have just went for it i'm like you know what you only live once you gotta
0: yeah let's let's listen it all, all the way through right yeah you
1: probably you probably remember this from the exorcist when uh, they were recording uh the girl reagan who's possessed apparently you know they recorded her she's speaking latin even though it sounded english if they play it backwards hmm.
0: interesting. yeah interesting
1: and they, apparently when you have demon possession, for some people, they, they speak different languages. Like, even languages they don't even know. Hmm. Yeah, I'm like, really? You know, I didn't know demons learned Latin and all that.
0: <laughs> yeah, demons, they can speak in any language. That's why they're, they're able to tempt as many people as possible around the world. So, with this guy, uh, you know, the story, it, it continued because... It is said that after he got off the phone with with this gentleman, you know, with the host and the the pastor, the the demons who were with them were so angry that he wanted to that he wanted to leave. You know, like he didn't want any deals with them. (coughs) Yeah, I think they grabbed the crucifix and they stabbed them in the stomach. Yeesh. Yeah. So he went to the hospital. But this reporter, he, he, I think he was also a journalist, so what he did is he came here to California, mm-hmm. and he visited the, the house where he was living, yeah. and he knocked the door, and um, someone did open it. It wasn't him, but it was, I think, uh, his butler. Yeah. but he said he was very tall. he was kind of like a lurch kind of, you know a lurch. like lurch from uh, the Adams family yeah but he looked very scary. He said that he, uh, he would ask him questions about where Josue was mm-hmm. but he wouldn't respond in like his voice. he would just either shake his head or not like and he was holding a cat but he saw the house and he said it was a rotten mess like there was a butler right there but the house was messy so yeah he he later started saying that it was probably a a demonic entity that opened that door Mm -hmm. so yeah but prior uh he was also discouraged from uh because uh he also said that he wanted to go to Brazil to get a, a ritual so that he could get the ring removed, yeah, because they got it removed before. But he was avi- advised against it because they're saying that if he goes to a uh shaman or you know a, a pre a, a voodoo priest or something, it's just going from one entity to another, you know, so that's yeah. why he was advised against it and uh what else happened but he still went because the pastor died i think it was a couple of weeks after that yeah yeah uh so they're they're saying that it might have been because he tried to help him that maybe the demons went after him and um but he did end up going to that ritual. But it was like years later because they said that he had to stay at a monastery so that he could get spiritual help to get out of all that. Yeah. But what really, what was really strange is that nine years later, he contacted a, a television network in Mexico and mm-hmm. he told them that we're to meet him. but. He didn't ask them to meet at a house, like no, uh like it had to be in a watery place. Yeah. Like, he's like, just meet me at a um, at a raft, you know? Yeah. In this place, and he started talking to them, and that, the 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 radio host guy was also invited. You know, the guy who had who had helped them nine nine years prior to that. Yeah. And he was there, but he didn't feel comfortable because when you th- there's actually a video when you see the interview. And he was, like, uh, you know, in this position, like, um, holding his hands together and putting them towards his stomach. Mm-hmm. And, like, but but you could see that he was really nervous and uncomfortable throughout the interview. And, yeah. And this guy, the Josue guy, you know, the one who was uh, struggling to get spiritual help, he was... Um, at one point you can see him shaking, like just something came over him and he just started shaking non nonstop. Hmm. And then when he finally stopped, he was just like, Ah, you know, but when when you get like really cold. Yeah. And he said that um he had to he he was wearing like, you know, like Crawlet de Ville but not that long, but he was wearing a fur, right? Yeah. And he had a he was holding a bone in his hand and he said that was the actual bone of a dead person Eesh. and that he had to carry that in order to stop the demons from harming him
1: that's weird
0: yeah it is and so that that was the end of that right yeah and um uh, but this this reporter guy you know the the host of that radio show who died he he was actually hoping to see that um the ritual, too, to get the ring removed because he yeah. did have to go down to Brazil and get it removed. But he didn't do it because, unfortunately, this uh this radio host, uh, Juan Ramon, died before, you know. Mm. So that's why they started attributing the death of this guy with, uh, with this really complicated case. So do you think it may have had anything to do with it?
1: I don't know. There's a lot of weird things have happened in the world with that, you know with many cases like that
0: because they said that uh not only did he die but the other people involved in the interview had things happen to them like yeah. they got into accidents and all that and so the rep- uh, another reporter he uh who was present at the interview he went to see this guy mm. and he said oh we noticed that you don't have the ring anymore but uh, we were going to ask, did you have anything to do with what happened to us? And he's like, not necessarily, because what happened to Juan Ramon, because he died, is because um, he had, like, something was going on with him spiritually. Like, someone uh, was trying to harm him, but it wasn't me. Yeah. So. No,
1: nah, like, you probably heard, like, strange stories about certain religious figures, too. hmm like you probably heard of the uh, Jonestown Massacre. Yeah. Yeah, where someone, you know, he made his own religion, and they went to some place, I forgot where, and they all just committed suicide. And how they did it was, it was strange. Like, they made this, like, concoction of, like, a poison Kool-Aid or whatever. And they just all drank it, and then 900 people were dead.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember what they drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, that, that, yeah. um... Was a leader of a cult, right?
1: Yeah, he's one of the, you know, loony bins, as we call them, the crazy ones. <laughs> yeah,
0: I from, yeah, I heard of it, and I saw a documentary on it, too.
1: Yeah, I think it was on that, that uh, Scary Mysteries uh, channel. I think it was called the Top Worst Cults, or Top Evil Cults, where they try to promise everything, like paradise and all that, but then they're lying the whole time.
0: Yeah, so this guy, uh, Josue, what what he's doing today is like uh you know because he was encouraged by that pastor i thought that he would just go down the good route but right now he's actually working in magic like everything he learned when he was uh, serving satan in a way mm-hmm. he, he says he's using it to help people so he's residing at a place called uh, casa grimorio you know where, where these other uh witches and warlocks reside oh so yeah it's scary but uh, i saw the pictures on their facebook page because you know they have a facebook page yeah and uh they have strange rituals. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I wonder if people report these images because it's it's weird. Yeah.
1: Nah, for me, I would never do that. I'm, I'm playing it safe. <laughs> you know, maybe a metalhead and I like dark stuff, but that is another level I'm not touching. Yeah, I, I think that's all the time we have for now.
0: Yeah, I think it's been an hour already. Yeah. <laughs> wow, time flew. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but... So- Thank you guys for listening.
0: Yeah, I hope you liked our Halloween special. We definitely want to elaborate more and, you know, bring you more scary stories because, you know... What we believe in our uh, show is that we're going to talk about everything and everyone. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll definitely hear more uh, scary stories, you know, any type of stories. Because we love narrating stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but thank you guys for listening. And you have a wonderful evening or a wonderful day wherever you are.
0: Yeah, keep it safe in Halloween. Remember that, uh, unfortunately, trick-or-treating is still not allowed. So, whatever uh, other ways that you can have a fun halloween without exposing yourself yeah please go for it because it's for your safety and it's also for the safety of your kids
1: yeah i would say just just watch a bunch of scary movies and yeah like what
0: we're doing yeah
1: but thank you guys and stay safe and yeah you know we'll see you guys next time yeah
0: talk to you later talk to you later
1: bye bye don't
0: stop me don't stop me don't stop me hey hey
1: yeah. do stop me